to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. Today we are chatting all about blood sugar and insulin resistance. Now, if you have been a part of this community for a while, you know that we have talked about this throughout many different episodes, but today I really want to focus on the carb part of blood sugar and insulin resistance because there is this belief that if you have diabetes or if you have someone that has insulin resistance, if you have PCOS, if you have blood sugar dysregulation, that you can't have any carbs because it makes it worse. But I am here to tell you that insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes, blood sugar dysregulation, it's not about carbs, it's about fat. And that is what we are going to get into today. So before we get into that, I don't know if you noticed, but today marks 200 episodes of the Mind Your Hormones podcast. 200 episodes. Like, holy shit, that's insane. So I just had to take a second to thank you so much for being here because we would not have 200 episodes if none of you were ever listening to it or sharing it with your friends and family and tagging me on Instagram and showing me that there are other people that care about their hormone health and their overall health as much as I do. And I'm just so grateful for you. And maybe this is your first episode. Maybe this, you just found it and you're like dabbling through. Maybe you've been here for every single episode, but regardless, I'm so happy you're here. And I just wanted to acknowledge that we have been on this road for 200 episodes. Like that is so amazing. And if you have listened to every single episode, can you please DM me? Because I want to know who has been here from day one. And I want to personally thank you and give you a virtual hug for being on this journey with me because it's just so freaking amazing. And I'm just, oh, I'm so grateful for you. Thank you also for writing reviews. It really, really helps the show gets seen to other people. And it's such an easy thing for you to do. And I appreciate you taking out the time to actually do that because it really does help me out and it really helps grow this podcast. So if you already left a review, like, oh my God, thank you so much. If you haven't, I would so appreciate it if you did. Um, Because first of all, I obviously read them and I love seeing it, but it really does help support the show and get the message out to other people. But regardless, 200 episodes, holy shit, let's cheers to the next 200 because I'm not going anywhere, okay? You're stuck with me for a while. So back to what we're talking about today. I just want to give you a list of some symptoms. If you are somebody that maybe does experience blood sugar dysregulation, um, a lot of you, again, if you have been here for a while, you've heard me talk about this, so you might know. Obviously, if you are a client of mine, you freaking know we talk about this all the time. But if you are new around here, here are some symptoms that you could be experiencing if you do experience blood sugar dysregulation or insulin resistance, um, the inability to lose weight, or you're just rapidly gaining weight. Like it's really difficult for you to lose weight or you just are really gaining weight a ton rapidly and like nothing you're doing is working, quote unquote working. Um, Cravings, that 3 p.m. crash, that fatigue, sleep disturbances, um, the 
uh, that like shakiness in between meals, you feel hangry, irregular periods, PMS symptoms, all of these are symptoms of dysregulated blood sugar. Um, you could even feel like that brain fog throughout the day. These could be symptoms of that as well. And honestly, just period problems in general. You're maybe not ovulating properly. Again, if you have PCOS, this could also look like excess facial hair, cystic acne. These are all things that that could look like. So what I really want to talk about is how insulin resistance, first of all, we'll talk about like what it actually is. And then we're going to talk about how it's not about avoiding carbs and how it's really a lot to do with fat. But we're not going to get it twisted because healthy fat is super freaking important. So so not all fats are created equal. So when I talk about insulin, insulin resistance, blood sugar dysregulation, the job of insulin is to shuttle glucose, the glucose that's made from carbs. Our pancreas produces it when we eat a carbohydrate into your cells, right? So the job of insulin is to shuttle that glucose into your cells where it can be used as energy and turned into fuel for your body. So insulin really is the key that opens up the door to our cells to let glucose inside of it. Because what we don't want to happen and what happens when you're insulin resistant is that the insulin, like the key does not go into the cell. Your cells are resistant to the insulin, which means it does, the insulin is not able to shuttle the glucose into the cell so that it could then be used as energy and turned into fuel. Instead, it can't get into the cell. So then all this extra glucose floats in your bloodstream causing a spike in your blood sugar and causing those symptoms of cravings, 3 p.m. slump, sleep disturbances, PMS problems, inability to lose weight, all the things I just talked about, okay? Hope you're picking up what I'm putting down. But here's one of the things that happens with the buildup of fat inside your cells. And we are specifically talking about saturated fat from animal products, okay? There's a difference between healthy fats and saturated fats from animal products. And that is what we're talking about. If there is a buildup of fat, specifically saturated fats, inside your cells, Insulin cannot access your cell, meaning that all the extra glucose that we were talking about that the insulin is trying to shuttle into your cell, if there's a buildup of fat there and insulin can't access it, that glucose is going to float around in your bloodstream. So that buildup of glucose in your bloodstream is what leads to that insulin that is insulin resistance. That's exactly what it is. And it's also a root cause of PCOS as well as type 2 diabetes, which type 2 diabetes is actually a risk factor for PCOS. So one of the most important things that we could do if you are someone that has PCOS or if you are someone that you know you have insulin resistance or you have these blood sugar dysregulated symptoms is to steer clear of saturated animal fats because that is what's going to build up that fat inside of your cell and that's what's going to prevent insulin from getting into your cell because that's when you steer clear of those saturated animal fats and it's going to support your blood sugar, it's going to lower your risk of type 2 diabetes, it's going to get rid of those symptoms because you're healing the insulin resistance at the root level and it's going to make, excuse me, it's going to make your cells more sensitive to insulin so that the insulin can shuttle the glucose inside your cell and it could get it out of the bloodstream. Now, so often this has happened with many of my clients. If they have dysregulated blood sugar, if they have 
have PCOS, they go to the doctor, or if they have type 2 diabetes or they're on, you know, pre-diabetic, the doctors will tell the patients to avoid carbohydrates and starchy vegetables, which is really unfortunate and is a mistake because whole grains, fruits, sweet potatoes, vegetables, they have fiber. And as you know, because we talk about it all the time on this podcast, fiber it slows down the release of glucose into your body so that it doesn't overwhelm your cells' ability to absorb it. Without fiber, what happens is there's so much production of glucose that it's going to overwhelm your cells and your cells aren't going to know what to do with all of it at one time. That's what happens when you just have like a soda uh, on its own or just like candy on its own or whatever, right? it will overwhelm your cells. Fiber slows down the release of glucose so that it doesn't overwhelm your cells' ability to absorb it. Now, obviously, not all carbs are created equal. So like, if you do have blood sugar dysregulation or insulin resistance or PCOS or type 2 diabetes, pre-diabetes, you, of course, want to reduce the amount of cakes or cookies, white rice, like plain pasta, processed foods, all of that stuff. But I don't want you to be afraid of brown rice and quinoa and whole grains paired with a protein and a healthy fat. Okay, so we're going to talk about that in a second as well. Okay, so, so often we normalize these quote-unquote random symptoms we'll have, like bloating after a meal or hearing your stomach grumble after you eat or not pooping for a day or more at a time or, you know, feeling like you have some diarrhea or rashes or just getting a headache randomly here and there. We all know, especially if you've listened to this podcast for a while, that that shit ain't normal, okay? Our body is not meant to feel off. When our body's working properly, you're not going to feel the that bloating, the constipation, the headaches, the, all the things that I just talked about. And a lot of times, these symptoms can be coming from gut issues. And I know that sometimes when it's not specifically in our gut, like obviously we associate bloating, constipation, things like that with our gut, but we don't always associate rashes, migraines, period problems, heartburn, anything like that with our gut. But most of the time, or I would, I would like to argue always, It can be led back to our gut, which is why I am such a proponent of gut health. Also why I'm obsessed with the company Gut Personal. If you are not familiar with them yet, OMG, get ready to be mind blown because Gut Personal is a female-owned, female-founded gut supplement company. And the reason why they're so amazing, well, there's so many reasons, but the two reasons that I love is that number one, she is a functional registered dietitian who created these products so that you know it's not just some random person creating it just to make money. She actually knows what she's talking about. And the second reason why I love them is because they personalize gut supplements for you. And the way that they do that is they've created this really quick quiz that you can take that identifies some of the symptoms you might be experiencing. And on the back end of, of the quiz, it links it back to what the root cause of that can be. And then it gives you 
a gut supplement protocol that you can follow to support your specific situation. So it's really specializing and and personalizing supplements for you so that you know you're taking something that's actually going to support you instead of throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks and wasting your money on stuff that isn't actually going to help you. And what's also amazing is that they have a 100% money back guarantee where if the product does not support you, you get your money back. But what's even better about that is they actually talk to you about what wasn't working and try and figure out, oh, okay, if, if this product wasn't working here, maybe it's because of this or maybe you were taking it wrong or let's try this product. They actually care about giving you something that's going to support you. So if you are not familiar with them, by the way, of course, if I recommend a brand, I'm very particular about brands I recommend. I have people reaching out to me almost daily to you know back their brand, things like that. I say no the majority of the time because I'm a stickler for this stuff, not only for my own personal use, but I would never recommend something that I don't use. So I personally use this. My husband uses them. I recommend them to all my family, all my friends, all my clients. Like I highly, highly, highly recommend them. If you go to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne, you can take this free quiz, see which products are best for you and your specific situation. And using code Corinne, C-O-R-I-N-N-E at checkout also gives you a sweet discount. And of course, if you have any questions, you could always contact me. You know where to find me. Instagram, text me, wherever we are connected. Come and find me. I'd love to support you in this. But they also have support on their website where you can actually talk to a registered dietitian who can support you in with any questions that you have about the products as well. So either reach out to them, reach out to me. I'm here to support you. But I'm so excited excited for you to try them out. I personally use and love their vitamin D drops, their miracle worker, the soother, the healer. I'm obsessed. They're freaking amazing. I can't wait to hear how much you love them. Go to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne and use code Corinne at checkout to save some money because you are a listener of the show. Now let's get back into today's episode. But what I do want you to realize is that it's not a carb issue. It's a saturated fats from animal products issue. And there are so many studies from this. Obviously, I'll link below sources if you really want to like get into the research-based stuff. Um, if any of you are into that, I'll put that below. But we really just want to keep those sticky, saturated fats from animal products out of our cells so they don't create more insulin resistance. And I'm going to talk to you about how to pair your foods properly in a second. But I want to go over in some of those, those research studies that I was just talking about, Some of the things that they found were that a low-fat vegetarian and vegan diet, again, I just want to preface that I do not recommend buying things that say low-fat and and, and not having any fats. We need healthy fats, especially especially ones that are high in omega-3s, hence healthy fats, because they're anti-inflammatory, they support our gut, our brain, like all the things. So I'm going to talk about the sources of that. But speaking of like fat from animal products, right? So vegetarian and vegan diets are associated with reduced body weight, increased insulin sensitivity, which is what we want, and reductions in cardiovascular risk factors. They also said that they previously reported that in individuals with type 2 diabetes, a 
lower fat vegan diet was associated with improved glycemic control, weight loss, and improved plasma lipid control. I know this is getting sciencey, but I just want to prove a point that this isn't just because I'm plant-based and I I believe that other people should be plant-based. Like this isn't just an opinion. I never just bring you my opinions. If I'm talking about my opinion, I, I tell you that that's what it is. This is science, okay? Um, and then again, another one says that a low-fat vegan diet appeared to improve glycemia and plasma lipids more than did conventional diabetes diet recommendations, which are most of the diabetes recommendations are to avoid carbs overall, which we don't want to do because we need carbs for energy for our brain, like so important. So here's what I do recommend. If you are someone, again, that is struggling with dysregulated blood sugar, this is not just a one-step situation. This I have an entire module on stabilizing your blood sugar and the Mind Your Hormones method. It's actually the first module of the program because that's how important it is. So obviously, it's not just one thing to do. It's never just one thing. You already know that. It's never just one thing to stabilize your blood sugar, to help your insulin sensitivity, to you know support your PCOS, all the things. But since we're specifically talking about avoiding animal products, making sure that you are having healthy whole grain carbohydrates, I do want to talk to you about sources of healthy fats to pair with those carbohydrates as well as protein. And this is something we talk about literally all the time. I'll talk about it till I'm blue in the face. Pairing a protein, fiber, and a healthy fat is the combination for stabilizing your blood sugar. So it's not like, okay, yeah, let's just have a big bowl of quinoa by itself. I don't recommend that, right? I recommend pairing that with extra protein that already has protein in it, but you could add some more protein on there. So like some of the things have fiber. They also have protein. They also have a healthy fat. It's not just like one food has one thing. For example, quinoa obviously is a carbohydrate. It's a whole grain, but it also has a lot of protein in it and it has calcium and you know all these other things. But pairing quinoa with some avocado, with some black beans, there you go, perfect combination. Pairing things together, a protein, a fiber, and a healthy fat. And when I say healthy fats, because again, I don't want you to think like, oh, I can't have fats now. It's specifically the saturated fats that are in animal products, okay? That is a very different fat than these lists of healthy fats I'm about to give you. The healthy fats that are essential and that do support your blood sugar, that do support your gut, your liver, your nervous system, literally all of it, are avocados, Nuts, so walnuts, pecans, pistachios, cashews, almonds, nuts in general. I always recommend raw, unsalted nuts, seeds, pumpkin seeds, hemp seeds, chia seeds, sesame seeds, sunflower seeds, seeds in general. So avocado, nuts, seeds, extra virgin olive oil, coconut oil. Coconut oil is a saturated fat, but if you are someone who is fully plant-based, I do recommend having some coconut oil daily, even if it's just like a fourth of a teaspoon, a teaspoon, like not a fourth of a teaspoon, an actual teaspoon. Um, if that's the only form of saturated fat you're having, because we do need some form of saturated fat for our body and to, pro- to function properly for our hormones to be produced, all these things. Okay. So we need fats. I just want you to prioritize the healthy plant sources of fats, the healthy omega-3 sources, rather than the saturated fats from animal products, okay? So your action step today is to make sure, if you are, if you do have these symptoms, looking at how you can better pair your foods together, having a protein, a fiber, and a healthy fat, making sure you have all of them together, and just taking an assessment 
of the amount of animal products that you're having, especially if you're someone that is that does have PCOS, you have a root cause of blood sugar, dysregulation, insulin resistance, prediabetes, diabetes, whatever. And honestly, let's just sidebar this. I've never worked with a client that does not have blood sugar dysregulation. So if you have any form of a period problem, regulating your blood sugar is the number one thing to do. When you regulate your blood sugar, you improve every single hormone imbalance, no matter what it is. Hence, again, why it's the first module in the Mind Your Hormones method, okay? So looking at your meals, how can you make sure there's a protein, fiber, and healthy fat? And how can you reduce the amount of saturated animal fats you're having and increase the amounts of healthy plant-based sources of fats and, you know, health, uh, plant-based sources of protein, whole grains, all those things. I don't want you to be scared of carbohydrates. It's about pairing them properly with a protein and a healthy fat and knowing that there is a huge difference in, you know, plain pasta or cake and cookie and quinoa. They are not the same thing. They do not act the same in your body. And there's just such a misconception that people who have dysregulated blood sugar can't have any carbohydrates. And that's simply just not true. And I wanted to bring that to your attention because I know so many of you struggle with this. So I hope this was helpful for you. Please let me know what you thought share it on Instagram, tag me on social media. I hope that this makes sense. I hope this makes you not afraid of carbohydrates and knowing again that you don't have to completely cut out all your animal products, but knowing that if you are someone who does struggle with this, that if you are afraid or reducing or cutting out carbohydrates, but you're still having a ton of animal products, you're not doing yourself any favors. So I want to bring this information to you to educate you and to empower you to make a decision that feels best for you and to do something that's actually going to support you. Because remember, if we're having that buildup of saturated animal fats inside our cells, insulin cannot access your cells. And that is a huge piece to the puzzle. It's not about the carbohydrates and the healthy carbohydrates that we talked about. So I hope you enjoy this, please let me know what you think. I'm so grateful for you and I will talk to you on the next episode. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.